Ten to nine, it is Money Talk with uh, James Ross. Our back chat will be with you after the nine o'clock news. Time for us to do our view from the US and very pleased as ever to be joined by Barry Wood, uh, RTSK's international economics uh, correspondent. Uh, good morning, good evening, Barry. How are you? I'm very well. Good morning to you, James. Uh, we've seen that US inflation uh, looks like it's uh, going to be maybe pointing to the Fed holding on interest rates next week. What's the mood uh, from Washington, D.C. on uh, this US inflation data? Well, the inflation data was pretty much as expected. I mean, it shows that uh, year over year, inflation is what, 3.2, 3.4%. That's still a huge improvement, down two-thirds from what it was a year ago. But the expectation, James, is that the Fed will not raise rates when it meets next week. And then they'll see if the economy remains strong, if the inflationary pressures are strong, in which case they might raise in November. But uh, no no rate increase is expected next week. Jay Powell's target uh, 2%, is that reachable? I think it is, but it's not going to be quick. It's down to, you know, as we just said, down to 3.2, 3.3. But to get to 2 is going to be hard. That's why you find a lot of analysts saying, well, forget about 2. Let's settle for 3. That's a big improvement. And it is. Mm. But the point is, if you've got 3% steady inflation in the economy, that is not what central banks want to hear. They want a lower rate of inflation. Uh, we're not talking about Japan or even China in this context. We're talking about Europe, the United States and Canada. Uh, we were talking earlier on the show about uh, prospects for uh, U.S. Uh, recession and uh, or, or lack of them now. What's the feeling in the U.S.? Is, is there still the sense that uh, the country's moving towards a recession or is that is that gone away and people generally being a I bit think it's more gone positive? away. Mm. It's gone away. It's, it's really quite a significant change. Now, that's not to say that uh, going away means it won't happen. There could still be a a recession still in the remaining months of 2023, but the economy is relatively strong. The labor force is strong. Unemployment is low. Inflation has come down. The higher interest rates have not completely finished off the housing market. So it's much better than had been expected. And all those earlier forecasts of a certain recession this year are gone. Now, as I just finished saying, that's not to say that it couldn't happen in 20, late 23 or early 24, but it's certainly not expected. Now, turning to other things, and we've been hearing on the news uh, in this program uh, that uh, Elon Musk and others, some of the biggest names in tech, including Mark Zuckerberg and uh, I think Bill Gates and uh, lots of others, have been attending this meeting at the U.S. Congress uh, to share their plans for artificial intelligence and should it be regulated or not. Uh, you've been following this a little bit, Barry. Uh, what are your thoughts? You know, is there going to be some kind of formal regulation of AI? Yes, there will be. And I think the United States does not want to lag behind Europe as it has thus far in uh, going after just technology companies and particularly the Silicon Valley uh, search engines, etc. cetera. Uh, Chuck Schumer, the Democratic head of the Senate, convene this meeting, but it's bipartisan. 
there were billions of dollars, by the way, James, represented in the net worth of these 22 individuals who were testifying. Right. You had the head of uh, Google, the head of uh, Tesla, as you mentioned. Bill Gates was there. Uh, and IBM, NVIDIA, Palantir, all these companies that are desperately competing in artificial intelligence. This was an educational session. Nothing was expected to come out of it except getting senators educated and indeed having these 22 individuals share views among themselves. So I think it was very productive, very historic, in fact, and uh, we are going to get some regulation, but we first have to know what we're going to regulate, and we're a long way from that. I think you could also say, James, where were the Chinese, where were the Russians, because, and where were the Japanese and Europeans? Because it's not only Silicon Valley that is moving ahead on artificial intelligence, mm. which listeners need to remember, that's a machine's ability to perform cognitive skills, to do reasoning to write resumes, to write your biography. So I think it was historic and positive. It was a closed-door session, though. Uh, do, do, we, do we actually know what anybody said? Can we guess? I think Mr. Musk was about the only person that said something afterwards, uh, wasn't he? That's correct. But some of the senators spoke, and I think as time goes by, it went on for seven hours. Uh, it was in the Russell Senate office building. Uh, all these private jets had come in from California, mostly. Uh, by the way, most of these folks are foreign-born. You know, the, the, the Indian names are are, are numerous. Uh, Elon Musk from South Africa, but I think that uh, to be behind closed doors was positive. This would have been a circus without that. This is only the first of what will be several things. We don't know what we're regulating yet, so this is a starting point. The fact that the Senate. Republicans and Democrats were in on this to say, let's learn something. Let's bring the brightest minds together. That's what this was all about. Uh, there aren't many uh, bipartisan uh, topics in the U.S., as I understand at the moment. So uh, this is quite a, quite a gathering from that perspective, right? It is. It is. And it's interesting that the Indians are having a session on artificial intelligence in mid-October. And then Prime Minister Sunak in Britain is going to have a meeting November 2nd and 3rd at uh, Bletchley Park, which some people will remember is where the code breakers from the Second World War met in Britain right. to challenge um, the, the German Crypto, that was, we were using crypto as a different kind of context there. Mm. But so we're talking about it. And that has got to be a good thing. I guess the question is, though, whether everybody's going to move in the uh, in the same direction, because all it needs is for one person to step out of line or one country to step out of line and go rogue. And uh, everybody's affected, right? Yes. And I think that makes the case of, of, of people getting together and bringing in the entire planet. As Elon Musk likes to say, this is a civilizational risk that just as you finish saying, you could have something go rogue. That's why you can't let anybody outside the ring here. It's not that we're going to tell people what they can and cannot do, but you are going to say some things are off limits. You can't have people have military applications that no one else knows about and that aren't even controlled by human beings. 
This gets really serious. And I noticed that today, some of the senators who came out, we've got to have a ring fence around um, an emergency break, so to speak, around power grids and water. So, look, this is positive, James, and I hope we have more such meetings. Uh, just, just funny. I mean, Mr. Musk isn't known for for saying things uh, maybe may in a sort of sensible way. So he's being sensible for a change. I think he is. And uh, look, you do you remember back at the end of 2022, this whole business about Chat GPT mm. that was, and that's been purchased by Microsoft, that company, and so you've got tremendous competition within Silicon Valley, the American companies, let alone what's happening in China, Russia. But the group of seven, when they met in Hiroshima, they talked a lot about this. So at least the Western nations in Japan are coming together to say, how are we going to approach that? That's mm. all this is about. Barry Wood is our international economics correspondent in Washington, D.C. Barry, thank you very much. Let's